All right, without any further waiting, here is the epic conclusion to our New York trip. This is the final part four, or part, yeah. Uh, the last recording was broken into two, so this is the, the back half, part four of our trip to New York, and we'll bring us home, and then starting this uh, coming Thursday, Derek and I return to record new content. All right, enjoy. Bye. What'd you do? We both frustrated each other. This was when his the, shitty navigational this when the skills. Trip, this is when the trip became. Um, we we'd done everything we wanted to do. We at at a certain point that Thursday, you were leaving Friday, right? We were leaving Saturday morning. Oh, Saturday. But at a certain point that Thursday, we went ahead and filled Friday with something to do, which we bought the tickets to see JB Smoove at Caroline's Comedy Club. Oh, okay. And I definitely want to hear about that. Um, we'll get there. So, but we get out of the theater. She's still a little hot from the dude sitting on her lap. <laughs> um, well, it just, pissed me off. And oh, yeah. I paid for the whole fucking seat. No, well, I don't blame you. I, I mean, at, the, at Hamilton, I had the dad and the kid in front of me move, bouncing all around. You want a booster seat, son? You want a booster seat? I'm like, no, let's not get him a booster seat because he's already bouncing enough. And then anything that uh, they said that was, you know... A swear word or, or anything sexual. His dad's like reaching over, cover this kid's like hey, doing like five the earmuffs years old. And the I'm like, why'd you bring him? Right. If you're if you're if you're if worried you're about that, about if it, you're that you... worried about that, why'd you bring him? Are you going to Book of Mormon too next? Is that where you're going next? Because right, yeah. you're going to be just hugging his head the whole damn time. Right. But dumb. Yeah. So anyway, so we get out and. It's a little congested where we're at, so we're kind of shuffling along. And then, you know, my navigation skills come into suck, come into suckiness again. Um, and so then we kind of are just kind of eh. <laughs> just there's tension the rest of the way. But we get back to the room, we calm down, and the next day we're gonna go do some other, you know. Right, some other stuff, but at that point, I think it was like we've done everything we came here for. Right. Tomorrow is a filler day, really. Right. Yeah. And you know, we just kind of filled it, and so we went. But we, and we planned did the, it that way on purpose. Yeah, in we case did. Things went wrong earlier yeah. in the week that we had a day <laughs> that we could fall back and just be like, okay. We didn't see this. We didn't see this. We yeah. need to go see this. Right, and that's what we we did. We did plan it that way. Yeah. And so, one thing that was on her list that she wanted to do was do a carriage ride. Oh, cool. Through, and so, we went and we did a carriage ride through Central Park. And we did a lot of what we'd already walked through, but we didn't this know what things Friday? were. Mm-hmm. On Friday. Okay. Yeah, Friday morning. We got up okay. and we got our coffee. Did you and sleep we in at all that day? Or? A little bit. But I don't think we got up too late. We got up around 8. Yeah. Okay. So, 5 o'clock our time. Okay. Yeah. So we walked, or we walked over there. We got on the. This was like the the first time since Monday that we actually sought out uh, street vendorish solicitation. Oh, okay. But all the carriage drivers they line up along the one side of the park. Okay. 
because there were guys there wanting to give like bike rides and wanting to rent out bikes. I'm like, oh. five to eight dollars a minute, depending yeah. on which one. Or you could rent a bike and ride your bike, ride a bike yourself. But it's fucking middle of winter, right? And we're in some of the colder times while we're over there, right? I'm not gonna ride a bike. <laughs> Not in these pants. Right. In this yeah. coat. Are you kidding me? Right. Anyway. I didn't when I ride a bike, bike I want shoes either. Well, when I ride a bike, I usually want to be in shorts. Yeah. I want to do it recreational, like Yeah. Sports type right, bike yeah. ride. Anyway. So we went we did the carriage ride. That was nice. It was expensive, but it was, you know, it That's was nice. Cool. It was fun. And then we went back and we regrouped at the hotel for a minute. Got some coffee. Got some coffee. Again. And a coffee cake. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. At Starbucks, which I ordered two and they gave us one. Charged you for two, I'm sure. Oh, they did. But I made him go get it. Yeah. So. So then after we did that, we walked back and we went up to the top of the rock that day. Oh, okay. Cool. And, uh. Then I think we kind of chilled at the room for a while. Yeah, we did. We went back and we just, we well, we finished up the shopping that we needed to do because the kids had requested a few things. We, right. looped, we looped back to the Nintendo store. There's a Nintendo store in oh, New York. Cool. That's like, is it three floors or two floors? Nintendo's Nintendo's two. two. M&M is. There's the M&M store. It's three floors. Three. Wow. And it's just M&M's out your ass. And it smells like chocolate. It's That's awesome. But we bought a, I was going to mention this last week, but I forgot we bought a Super Nintendo Classic. Oh, cool. And uh, I had a Super Nintendo when I was a kid. Yeah, That was too. the one I bought. That was the first console I had bought for myself because I came from a family that my dad was really like, you, you can't have a video game console. It burns in the screen. The image burns in the screen. He, he's, my dad's that guy. <laughs> Uh, so he's like, you want that? You can get it your own TV. So I didn't get anything like that of my Still own. Still that guy? Yeah, I know. I didn't get anything like that of my own until I was uh, able to get employed as a, I was a dishwasher for a summer. So that first summer, I bought a TV. Uh-huh. And then I bought, a, you know, the important things that you yeah. need. I still feel that way. A TV, um, a TV and a, and a console. And a console. And I bought a Super Nintendo. And those were like my two big purchases for the summer. Yeah. And uh, so, and then when I came to college, um, my freshman year was a, a broke year. I was often yes. not well off. Right. I was doing a school to work, yeah. work study type deal. And then also... Um, I had that petty theft thing yeah. happen that I told you about the one of the other shows. Yeah. And uh, so I was paying off the restitution from the court fines, from uh-huh. the, the Albertsons fining me. Anyway, it was just <laughs> a really fun year financially for me. So there, I took yeah. my... I took my Nintendo and my handful of probably eight games. I didn't have very many games. Right. I didn't collect a lot like cuz they were $60 yeah, at the 60 time, bucks, yeah. At the time even. Yeah. Which I mean that's what they are now. I would have thought inflation yeah. would have made games go. I'm like we're paying $60 now. What's it going to be? Well, but actually I think, inflation has. 
inflation has because now things have games, become cheaper to well, make. Game, games, well, games are sixty dollars now. But the consoles are five hundred. Right, well, but games are sixty bucks, but you don't get the whole game now. Right, you buy the game and, and then you have to get a bunch of DLC to get the full game. Now that's how they rip you off. Now a, a full game now, depending on what it is, is a hundred bucks. If right. you want the full game, right? If you buy whatever's on the shelf, you're buying a game that's unfinished. It's absolute horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely the worst deal. Yeah, yeah. We paid. We paid. Now, granted, Bree and I share games, so we're able to buy one copy and then share it between two PlayStations. So it comes out to being roughly like forty-five bucks each. But that's a, that's, a 90, paying, that's a ninety-dollar yeah. game. Yeah, because we want the full game. Yeah, we don't buy a lot of games. Yeah, well, and so I took my games to the pawn shop, and at the time, I mean, I probably would get more for now. Oh yeah, than at the time. But he was like, "We have like six of those over here." Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I pawned it, but I didn't get hardly anything for well, it. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, if you do that now, if you take a PlayStation Four game to the pawn shop now, you're gonna get about five bucks. Yeah. That you paid sixty for for the unfinished game. Right, I think I got maybe a dollar a game. Yeah, at the time, and I just took it. Right, I could have walked away with all the stuff and like boxed it up, but I just I took the money and went. Right, regrets because I wish so, I'd held on to that. So you got him the classic. We got the classic to kind of make up for not having that anymore. Well, yeah, and it was regular uh, suggested retail there. Yeah, not it was It didn't so have it an Amazon markup. Nice. And so it was like the $79 and that was it. Not the 150 to 200 that everybody else was charging. Wow. Okay. And they also had a limit on how many you could on how buy. many you could purchase. I'm sure. One per customer. Well, yeah, because of they learned something from, from the classic. Photo yeah. ID. Well, that's because I think a bunch of people bitched that were our generation that we couldn't get the, I wanted to get my hands on a classic, classic and I couldn't because yeah. everybody had gotten them up and so they're now they're Three hundred dollars. That's because everybody got them up, and then they're selling them for three hundred dollars. Right, exactly. Yeah. Ten uh, people which I bought. thought about doing. <laughs> I didn't though. Well, good. They're already all purchased. Yeah, except, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it happened so fast. Yeah, but you know that takes that sucks the fun out of it. It does. Yeah, you know? I, I wouldn't have actually done that as a lot of work. Well, no, I'm just so I'm saying work, like the people that do more. that. You know, you think, geez, what kind of shitty childhood did you have that you know? <laughs> yeah. You got to go make everybody else miserable now because you have to hoard stuff. Well, but now they're sitting on it because people just don't want to pay that much either. Right? Yeah. Well, then maybe they should so, try to do it. Sell them for what they. So you guys got that to. there. We did. That's awesome. And we got some uh, some Zelda creature for for Wyatt. A little stuff. Oh, I got it now. I got it now. A goblin? No, that's wrong. It's a bug goblin. Oh, very cool. Now, and it looks like a little angry devil pig, but it's not, you don't call it a puh goblin because that's what I made the mistake of. Not with a puh, with the P sound, but a okay. buh with a... Well, it's good that he's around to correct you. Yeah. Um, so anyway, then we... And we got my brother a cool Zelda shirt that he wanted. Cool. Then on Friday... Let's get to Friday. Friday. Are we, we are, are on, on, Friday. Friday. on Friday. Yeah, okay. So then... Sorry, he has Alzheimer's. When I made my reservations for our evening at the comedy, Caroline's Comedy Club, mm-hmm. 
I don't think we'll be much longer, so I think we'll just go for one okay. episode. Mm. Sounds um, good. So Caroline's Comedy Club made the reservations. We were going to do dinner, too. So I called, and I, I had to call in separately after purchasing the tickets to make dinner reservations because I bought, like, the – there's, like, three tiers of tickets. There's, like, the lower tier, which is kind of shitty seating, and then mm-hmm. the middle, and then, the, then a, even more. You pay even more. And what were the tickets? Like 60 bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm going to... I like J.B. Smoove. I'll say that. Okay. But are there about 150 other comedians I would have seen before J.B. Smoove? Probably. Yes. Yeah. And he was funny. It wasn't that. Uh, no. Yeah. It's. It was definitely funny. But it was one of those things where, okay, well, this is our option because this is wh- where he is. And we didn't – and a lot of, like, the the other comedy clubs that I'm aware of in New York felt gamblish because you don't know who's going to be there. And it's a lot of up-and-coming comics. And right. so I'm like, I don't know if I want to – you know, I don't want to sit through We should have just gotten an Uber and drove out to Brooklyn and saw the guy who was the warm-up comedian – for the view. For the view. I think we would have enjoyed I him more. I think we'd have been happier. Yeah. No, Tom not, Kelly. Not, yeah. not with... Uh, not because J.B. Smooth didn't put on a good show, but I think the atmosphere and the experience probably would have been okay. different. The atmosphere and the experience that we had up until the show... Sucked. ...painted the way the rest of the show went f- oh, wow. for us. Okay. Um, so we arrive... They promptly get us seated. They let us, uh, but then they also let us know that um, because it's going to be so tightly seated, it's going to be have to do coat so claustrophobic check. in there. We want to do it. We have to do a coat check. So I'm like, okay, it's mandatory. They say, okay, they say it's mandatory. So I'm like, all right. So and we get I, seated. I got a thing get, about like germs. And yeah, oh, yeah, you know, we talked about that. Right, yeah. Okay, so let me start by saying, you know, when you work at a school, head lice goes around frequently. All I'm thinking is when they say coat check, I'm thinking, are they separating our stuff from touching other people's stuff? Right, because, yeah. oh, Jesus. So Somebody's I, got bed bugs, head lice. Right, then, yeah. Oh. So I bring them over, and I'm thinking, this is a complimentary coat check. No, they want $2. Okay. So I'm like, Christ. Per coat? It was $2 total. Just, okay. It's not, I mean, it wasn't like it was bad. Right. At all. I was fine with it, but I had to go break a twenty to give him give the lady two dollars too because I was okay. like I didn't have two dollars uh, on you me. You might also add that she was old enough to be our grandma, and she's working at the coat check. Yeah. Okay. And the the feeling I had about the place was we're all glitzed up on the outside, but on the inside we've let things go a little bit. Okay. It's just kind of we've let things run down. It's not been. We're just kind of <clears throat> scooping in the money. They put when it us comes in. in. The They're back. charging lots for stuff, but everything's just kind of sh- shabby. Okay. And like where <clears throat> we sat, we're back in the back by like some sort of storage closet. Yeah, it was weird. Okay. And then there's a separate room that's closed off, which is where the comedy happens that they let you into after. Oh, okay. But you they eat. make you squish all into this. It, it can't be fire code. Because then as soon as people start coming in for the show that don't have the same type of priority ticket as you, they start coming and standing in the middle of where you're sitting and eating. 
Okay. So it's like you have a bunch of, it's like they're selling tickets to watch people who made dinner reservations come eat. It, okay. It just was weird. Yeah. Well, and so if we had it to do, if I had had it to do over again, I wouldn't have done the dinner reservation. We'd have eaten somewhere else and come yeah. into the show and and gotten our gotten seated where we were supposed to sit. But um, and the dinner was okay. It wasn't the hamburger was good, and the it fries was, were a little salty. The coleslaw was horrible. I didn't even touch the coleslaw. I took a bite and it was like nasty. But our waiter was awful. He was he was rude. He just he was. It was like having a new waiter from Lewiston, just a oh, new, okay. just a a guy that doesn't really know what he's doing. And acts put out about having to do anything. Okay. And so, like he he's like, here's your uh, here's your ticket. And so I'm like, whip out my thing really quick because I want to pay and get the hell out of there. And he was like, because oh, he he wanted to come back, right? Because in his head, he's like, I'll just drop this off here, then I'll rotate you back into my. Right, yeah. long and his ass rotation was But like, his rotation was so long, and I'd seen him doing it, so I'm like, no, take it now. So we yeah. got... <laughs> and yeah. it took him a good 10 minutes to come back. Yeah, it was... It did. And we were just sitting there, like, and, and they told us our seats were guaranteed. Right. But, but we, we could have gotten, we could have so gotten positioned in a better place Yeah, had we gotten to get in there sooner. Yeah, but we're sitting out here stuck waiting to pay for our bill. Right. So it was kind of. Uh, and then we had to sit next to the selfie queens. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. And then an, and an older couple came and sat on the other side of me, and she and she was just a delight. She was had her flashlight on. on Do her you want phone. a coffee? Oh, oh yeah, that's she's what they shining ordered. her. Yeah, she, she did shined order her coffee. She, she shining her coffee. flashlight in my fucking face the whole time because she's looking at stuff and shining she can't the flashlight see it around. It's dark in there. Right, yeah. And then he's like, I she, wanted to knock the phone out of her fucking. Hand. <laughs> like, Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> so, um, sixty-five. She, she got pissed because the waitress told her there was a two-drink minimum. It says mm. it on. Everything, everything, everywhere. They're flashing it up on the screen about the yeah, the next, the up. It's well stuff. I mean, it's like well advertised. They both order like these really expensive, fancy coffees that come in the Caroline Collector's Coffee Cup. Okay, and, and we did that with our. We did that too. Drinks because, with the big tall glass. Yeah, and we gifted them, but sure. But she, yeah. So she ordered that, and then she was pissed because she drank that, and she thought since she bought two of those that she was going to be good, but they made her buy something else, and they're like, well, you can buy a soda. Right. So, but that's, I just, I did that. I got a Diet Pepsi, and then I got the- and then we got our big drinks. The big drink. Okay. But, so- But mind you, we sat there between the selfie queen and grumpy granny with the flashlight- yeah. For a good, I'd say 20 minutes before our waitress even bothered to ask us. I'd even bet closer to, to 30. 30. But well, maybe my maybe no, maybe I'm off because no, of my frustration over the No, over I not, think you're probably right because the show had started when she actually came yeah. to oh, ask wow. us what our drink order was. And here's the other thing. If you say you're going to start people... 
at a certain time, like say 7.30, they started a good 20 minutes after yeah. they said they were going to. 20 to 30. So yeah, when they do start, the warm-up guy comes up or the MC or whatever, yeah. and he gives his whole thing and um, goes through his whole thing. Not very funny. He was, I mean, he was he all right. Okay. But, and they usually aren't. I heard a real, when we went to uh, see Jimmy Pardo, the guy that was the MC was pretty funny. Yeah, he was okay. Compared, yeah. Compared to this guy, he was com- yeah. like awesome. And I've seen good ones. Yeah. This I've seen guy, one, I've seen MCs that are better than the talent, than the yeah. talent. The MC at Uncle D's Comedy Underground in Spokane, while it was still there, was horrible. I mean, he like <laughs> looks at our names. He looks at Nathan's name, and you know, of course, Nathan's he bets, right? And he's like, "Oh, bets are off." Oh, Jesus! So we're like, "Hardy, hardy, old sack of shit." <laughs> well, this this guy, he had a lot of it. Just race stuff. It was a lot of race like, stuff, you know. And I feel like that's been. Played out. Played out, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that everybody f- had the same opinion, no matter what race they were in that room, because there was a a whole table of, you know, Latinos and African-Americans or black, you know, whatever the PC term is now. Yeah. But, you know, they were all looking like, really, that's yeah. the best you got. So then they bring up this other gentleman who, when I first see him, I'm like, oh, it's homeless J.B. Smoove. Because he, he's got like the same kind of mannerisms, he's yeah. talking like him, and he sounded like he him. sounded like him. But he was doing different, you know. And then at the end of it, he says that he's JB Smooth's brother. Oh, okay. So there's some nepotism going on. Okay, doing a fa- but he had like long, froey hair. Okay, yeah, but he had it braided too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and so his was all right. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. Bad, but it wasn't great. It was short. Okay. He hurried up and he got his. He got the main guy on there. So the first thing they do for JB Smooth is, and it must be probably in his writer or something, is they on the little tiny TV screen, maybe about the size of the one that's up there. There's okay. a couple of them, I think, in the the room. Uh huh. They're not even like big screen TVs, but they play a digital file like a clip show of his back and forth of a series of back and forth between he and uh, Larry David when okay. he was on uh, Curb, Curb. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. So there's all these. And so they're getting the crowd all amped up with these. And I'm just kind of like, is he not known enough that you have to play these so that people understand who's coming out? <laughs> I don't know. Like I, cause I, I mean, it was good five minutes. Yeah, of just JB Smooth clips having these and interactions, it, and, it wasn't, and it, all, it wasn't that it was. Not it wasn't funny. all curb your enthusiasm too, because it was that um, Will Arnett show too. Oh yeah, yeah, he was on that too. Okay, but so he's, it's just playing clips, so it's like this is who this guy is. Okay, <laughs> and so he comes out and he does a does his performance, and he's funny, but he's not. He's not. A riot, not the riot that the audience was telling me he was. Okay, it was amazing to listen. Like I'm kind of, I kind of 
whenever I watch comedy, I always kind of watch from outside of yeah, yeah. myself too. So I'm always kind of like, I'm like, this is funny, but I'm also kind of observing yeah. too. So, but it was, it was funny, but it was kind of interesting to see how the audience was reacting that just this guttural laughter over kind of just like normal yeah. jokes. Um, and there was one point where he used a chair as a prop for a woman for a good 15 minutes of his act. Yeah, that got kind of old. If you can picture yeah. what that's about. <laughs> yeah, I can't I think get the idea. Yeah, so. D- too long, though. Yeah, too long. I wanted to say, JB, it's too long. Too long. It's too long. Show notes. Yeah. Okay. You got your, you got your pen and paper. <laughs> so I mean, the not a great experience at the comedy club. It was f- fine. It was yeah. all right, but, but not. I mean, for what we paid for it, I was a little disappointed. So we we left and we bought cheesecake, <laughs> and everything that makes was better. It all better. <laughs> and we went back to our hotel room and ate it. And well, it was the same cheesecake as before. We bought right, that Junior's yeah. cheesecake earlier in the week, and so then we went and like double dipped because it was so good that first yeah so that was kind of the the nice bow on the evening yeah was the cheesecake uh the following morning we were up bright and early getting ready to go catch our plane and the uber guy that showed up was fantastic yeah he was right on time car super clean nice super clean Nice. I like the car. You didn't. You don't care for it. It was a minivan. It was a minivan. But it was. But it was roomy. I'm like, this is roomy. Yeah. And that's because the first one that we rode in was a sedan. sedan. Yeah. So he got us out there to our terminal. They were both Toyota, by the way. Yeah. I I remember what his. The first guy was a Camry, and this guy was one of those Sienna. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's nice. It was a nice minivan, okay? Yeah. But I'm as far just not as a, go. I'm not a minivan person and yeah. never will be. I, I think Oh why not? Because the, <laughs> they just scream mom car and yeah. I'm not I'd rather have an SUV. Yeah. So we got a, uh they got us out to the airport right away. And we go through security. Oh no, no. Stop. Oh, okay. So we're driving from the hotel to JFK. Yeah. And, you know, for the most part, you see a lot of Manhattan's pretty clean, pretty kept up. Yeah. Not a lot of graffiti. Not, you know, you don't see the real yeah. city. So on the way to the airport, you get to see the real, if you live there, city. Yeah. Oh, the boy. non-commercialized part of the city where it's like. Graffiti. They don't have the guy out on the, on the curb sweeping up everyone's yeah. cigarette butt as it gets flicked down on the pavement um yeah it was and garbage dirty garbage around. all over wow and we, there was garbage in new york on garbage day i mean they oh, had yeah, tons they of it out on the it curb on the street corner but yeah just that's... sitting out there weird to me but yeah that's odd that's how they do it <laughs> hence why they have rats the size of a small cat yeah that rat so, we saw so you saw it was pretty pretty dirty on yeah. the way back. it was you know i mean you got to yeah. see the real thing <clears throat> Yeah. Which you don't see that when you ride in on the air. On the train. On the air train and the subway. Yeah. I mean, the subway's dirty and you just expect it to be. Yeah. But, and honestly, 
I've rode a lot of different big city transits. Like, you know, in Dallas, we rode the Dart. Yeah. Um, I rode a ton in uh, D.C. I did, too. And the BART in San Francisco. I mean, it's it's yeah. different, you know. The one in Dallas smelled like pee. This one, the, New York, it didn't. But, you know. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. So we get to the airport. We do the secure, or we do the oh Jesus, um, the whole thing through TSA and everything. We get held up because oh, I've let, got, yeah. Um, yeah, I've got chocolate covered sunflower seeds that was like a novelty gorilla poop thing for yeah. Empire State it was Building. King Kong poop. Hello. Kong. Yeah, sorry. That I had in the we we all the souvenirs and trinkets and stuff we bought we brought back in carry on because historically, and they did. Go th- they go through our bags. Right. And then things for Mis- Nicole the last disappear. few times that she's gone, things disappear. They stole my shampoo. Twice. Twice my shampoo. So we packed in such a way that our carry-on was going to act as like... Your trinkets. A trinket mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So Because I was going to be pissed. But the guy was just sitting there like with this little jar of sunflower seeds just kind of going all over it with the wand. Oh, no. And it was sealed, closed. That's afterward to that point. He gets through... The scanner, I light up like a Christmas tree because I have metallic thread in my sweatshirt, oh. but also my titanium rod and pin light up like Christmas. And so I get the full grope pat down. Nice. And the, the lady, the, and then, okay, so there's a lady getting it before me, and she, you know, is done. So I'm trying to move out of her way. But the one guy thinks I'm trying to like take off and I go, no, I'm moving out of her way because he's like, don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. And it's like, calm down. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> and I'm looking at him like, yep, because I'm going to run through the airport in my socks. Right. Ooh. Yeah. And yeah. so the lady looks at me and she says, do you want to go to a private room? Because I'm going to have to touch your breasts. And I'm like. No, just do this so I can get out of here. Right. Yeah. You know? I want to move on. Please what, touch and my then breasts. She, and then she says, what do you have right here in your leg? You know, and she's pointing to the leg that I broke that right. has the rod and the pins. And I go, well, that would be a titanium implant with pins. And I said, they don't come out. <sighs> well, is there anything sharp in your uh, there? And I go, no, it is implanted in my bone. <laughs> not my rose mcgoan and planet terror <laughs> yeah I'm like just, it's it's in my leg i know I, it's <laughs> like she didn't understand what an implant was and i thought geez you know yeah so she's giving me the whole workup and she okay you're good and then the guy as i'm going he goes you know next time you might not want to wear that sweatshirt you might not that's not a good one to travel in and I go, well, this is the first time I've worn it traveling, and it will obviously be the last time if this is what I get for it. Right, yeah. So we're... Then, then we wait for the suitcase in the gorilla poop. Yeah, we get it. And then we get... We're, we're there relatively early. How much time do we have when we get there? Another oh, probably, hour or so? Probably two, two hours before we were or more. being very yeah. careful. Well, yeah. Well, and, yeah. And at this point, we're ready. We were ready to come home on Friday. But like mind I you, said. the line at 
for security at JFK is 10 times that of what it is at Spokane. And that's one terminal. And Yeah. And that was just the terminal we left from. They have several. This was seven of like nine or something or more. Yeah. But so then we were like, okay, well, let's get something to eat. So we get these big pizzas. Yeah. And did you eat all yours? You ate all yours, didn't you? Except the crust. Yeah. We ate all the pizza. And then when I booked the flight, I paid for um, a sandwich plus like a cheese and fruit and cracker yeah. tray mm-hmm. um, in flight. Yeah. And we ate all that shit on the plane too. And Nicole <laughs> was like, I don't know how I'm going to eat that food on the plane. And then she was like the first one to open the sa- it was sandwich. Smelled really good though. She like, she eats at the sandwich. <laughs> And she smells it, and she wraps it back up. And it wasn't maybe like five minutes later, she's opening it back up and then like chomping in. And then she sets it down to continue building it to add the cucumbers and the yeah. other stuff that came with it. Was it was good, though. It, yeah. It was like a chicken nice. sandwich, It was, and it was hot, and it was all... It was like um, uh, Cubano chicken yeah. sandwich oh, nice. or something. It was, it was good. It was spicy chicken. Nice. And they gave you slices of jalapeno and cucumber and shredded carrots. Oh, the nice. problem is, is that when you have this, this amount of space to try to like assemble the sandwich because you've got a guy that you have no idea who he is on this side of you, who at this point, <clears throat> oh. I, I got to divulge this part first. So we get on the plane and I'm like, oh God, I'm going to have to have somebody sit next to me because on the way over, it was just he and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, Guy comes and he sits next to me and he's like, "How are you charging your phone?" Because we're charging our phone and we have. Well, and it 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 doesn't matter, but it does matter because it's and it's not a. I hate doing this. It's not a racist thing. He's an African American guy, and he wants to know how she's charging her phone. And I tell him you can you can plug into these things, and so then he goes, "Can I borrow yours?" He goes, oh, cool. Can I borrow that? Just like he, and she's like, like he's my yeah, BFF. I, yeah, I guess. So she gives it to him, but I feel, and I, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like had she said, I don't think so, we'd have gotten like the whole. Oh yeah. He wouldn't have seen it. He wouldn't have said anything there. Yeah. But it'd been that stupid white bitch on yeah. the plane, wouldn't let me use her. Yeah. Thing. That's how I felt his just his general attitude was, and it wasn't because he was black. It was just because yeah. he was a. It was how he had interacted with all his, the people, his around mannerisms, us, and the way yeah. he acted. How he was carrying himself. Yeah, and so, well, and I sent you that picture of the douchebag at the airport when we were waiting. Yeah. He had the chair pulled out. And oh his leg, yeah, yeah. Legs all propped up, eyes relaxing. Then he gets up, just leaves it that way. That's that shit drives me bananas, and yeah. I don't know why. Maybe well, it's, it's just because my I I was never brought up to act that way. No, I take up the as little space as I can, and then when I'm finished, if I do if I did do something like that, I would at least put the chair back. Right. Yeah. Most people would. Most people would. I anyway, would. I think. I'm pretty. I sure. hope. If they were brought up right, they would. Yeah. So. But, but here's here's the thing. So he's asking me about that. I'm trying to build the sandwich. He's kind of looking. I mean, he not only did he ask to borrow my phone charger, 
But then, like, when I started watching the stuff I had downloaded on Netflix on my phone, it was like he was looking over my shoulder trying to watch what I was watching because he was too damn lazy to figure out how to do the go-go in-flight stuff. And I'm like, so then I put it kind of, I kind of angled it and leaned on Ward and did the Yeah, like, leave me alone, yeah. And kind of like, get off me. Well, he did eventually move because there was an empty seat uh, one row back so he did eventually move but he left all this like he even said to nicole uh if nobody sits there i'll move back there yeah but then he left but then he left his stuff in the seat and his shoes he took off his shoes so we had to smell his feet the whole way back too that was very nice of him yeah so people that run around in their socks in a plane I'm like, and then they, like, he got up and went back to the bathroom like that, too. And I'm like, oh, my God. What? (laughs) What is wrong with you? Who hurt you? (laughs) Flight back was all right, though? I mean. It was long. It was. You were ready to be home. Yeah. Yeah. And here's, it wasn't so much, you know, that experience or anything. It was just like, we waited at the airport. I the security thing and then we get to Portland and it's raining. Then we go to get coffee. And the young gentleman at the coffee stand does not understand how to make a flavored macchiato when they clearly have They've got like a whole lineup of flavors. And, yeah, and and this I, is more I all of I a wanted traditional. to do was put I, I said I want a caramel macchiato. So all I wanted him to do was put Caramel flavor in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was too hard. Okay. Well, now we know. All right, fine. Now we know the limit. (laughs) Yeah. So I got just like a regular vanilla latte because I thought you can't possibly screw that up. We had a two and a half hour layover there that turned turned into three and a half hours or actually four. four. Oh, God. And here's why. Because Seattle was fogged in. So they were having a hard time getting planes out of there. And they were having to stagger landings and takeoffs. And so they were alternating the two. And the flight crew that was going to fly us back to Spokane had to come from Seattle. Oh, And instead of, mind you, this whole time, we've probably got like eight pilots sitting in our gate area. Okay? That... at our disposal. Just at our disposal, mind you. Just sitting there, hopping a flight back to wherever. And I'm sure they had probably flown whatever their hours were for the day. Right, so yeah. they probably yeah, could. They, they can only do so many hours. But, right, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so while we're sitting there, though, there's these two older ladies, and they're headed back to Spokane. And they've got a black lab and then some other little dog. And they're service dogs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it was with the ticket counter lady at the gate or the gate lady yeah but total bitch <laughs> the um these young this young couple comes with a puppy that was a quote-unquote service dog but you could tell it was obviously a puppy that they were trying to fly home yeah uh, because it had no manners and barked at the other dogs so then the other dogs the service dogs barked back which um, at this time, I didn't know this yet, but uh, the these two ladies had been sitting there since like seven in the morning, and it was now like four in the afternoon. Wow! So, mind you, 
these poor dogs have had to walk and sit in the airport and go do their business wherever that's allowed and whatnot. And um, then when this little yippy dog barks at them, the gate lady is on those old ladies like flies on shit. And she's like, if that those aren't properly trained service animals, I think that they're pets. And the lady's looking at her and she goes, what did we do? And she's like, you are trying to sneak regular household pets on and calling them a service animal. You are going to have to pay $75 an animal to fly them home. If they make any other noise, these are not properly trained service animals. If they even are, I think they're fake. Where are your credentials for that? People aren't supposed to be able to ask for that. She did. Wow. And then, then, okay, that's. Did they have them? The lady told her, she's like, no, we're not. The old lady and her got into it. And I couldn't hear what the old lady said. Yeah. But I did tell her, I did hear her say, we've never had this problem flying with you before. So are we having a problem? No. Okay. So then um, some time goes by. The people with the dog move. Mm -hmm. Then they come back. And it causes the thing again. So the lady comes over and chews out the old ladies again. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the one little old lady is in a wheelchair, for heaven's sakes. Like, wow. You know, she's older than my grandmother, and my grandmother's 85 the tide years was old. Going- yeah. So then um, it, it was just nuts. So then they, the, the younger one, the daughter of the one goes over and says to the couple with the other dog, do you have to sit, you know, right here? Because obviously it's an issue with the dogs, you Mm -hmm. know, or can we, can you come over here and they make friends or whatever so that, because this lady's going to come over and she's going to kick us all off the plane and make us all pay extra to fly home. The young couple gets snotty with the old ladies Uh and says they have a right to sit wherever they want and that the old ladies need to move. Wow. And so, mind you, the, you know, probably 88-year-old lady and then her probably, you know, 65-ish daughter move across the gate. You know, they move away. Yeah. And then then the gate lady just keeps going up and making. And obviously, the dogs can sense that she doesn't like them and there's this tension. Yeah. And so they bark at her every time. And the lady just keeps walking up to him to make him bark. Well, and to see, like prove a point. The whole time that I was there, the only time, the one time I heard, I heard the dogs bark was the one time that I heard the lady on their ass. And that was the only time I heard him bark. But that was just that one antagonistic moment. So the dogs weren't bothering anybody. They, they were, weren't. They were bothering the lady. They were bothering the lady oh, at wow. the gate. She was pissed off that there were dogs in the airport and going to be on the plane. And you know what? Those little old ladies, guess where they sat on the flight? Home. By you guys? Right behind us. Yeah. But they got on the plane because they had early boarding because... Right. Um, Disabilities she, yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. They needed extra time. So she was telling the nice little flight attendant what had happened. And they upgraded them. The stewardesses were apologized and they upgraded them to first class. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. It was nice because, you know, I mean, they did get harassed. I, honestly, if we'd have sat there much longer and that, that would have happened, I probably would have went up to the gate lady and said, what is your deal? <laughs> yeah. Th- these are 
little old ladies that you're like being a bully to here. Right. Check yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you know, we were thankful that we didn't have a connection, so it didn't matter as much to us about getting home. But in the amount of time that we landed from JFK and we sat there in PDX, we could have drove home. Yeah. yeah. We'd have been almost home by the time. Yeah. You know. So that yeah, was... I had a layover in Boise flying back from Portland and I was like, in this amount, of, I had stayed there for five hours in Boise. And I'm like, I could have driven home. Mm-hmm. That's five hours away. I could I said be home. That. How many times did I tell you that? Because I was pissy at oh, that yeah, point. Oh, yeah, I know. My blood sugar was down, hadn't yeah. eaten anything, and I was like... Rah, 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 rah. Yeah, you know what I did when we got back to the, uh, the airport was... Well, I told my dad, we're going to get Mandarin Pine. Yeah. We'll pick up Mandarin Pine. Well, when our flight got delayed, I'm like, I don't know if we're going to get back in time to pick up Mandarin Pine. Right. Before they close. So I did, for the first time... Um, was the Mad Dash delivery. Oh, nice. I went through... Have you done that before? Uh-uh. It wasn't that expensive. What did I say it was for? It was like five bucks for the delivery charge. Oh, that's not too bad. And quite honestly, sometimes five bucks is worth it. You yeah. have to go get something. Absolutely. Wow. Well, you guys' trip sounded like a blast. It sounds like it, you came home at the right time. Sounds like, like about a week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think... I mean... I think you could spend more time there if yeah. you spent more time, like yeah. if you had some time to kind of regroup and decompress a little bit and sit yeah. and just kind of have a lazy day somewhere in the middle there. <clears throat> and yeah. do, and if you did like another week, you could have gone and seen more things, but yeah. um, we couldn't afford to get away for that long. It would have been nuts. <laughs> I already but, had to take two unpaid days as it was. Yeah. Well, sounds fun. Thanks yeah. for sharing your harrowing event. Oh, yeah. Uh, for anyone listening to the show, I don't know now. if this will post beforehand, but make sure you come down to Brock's in Lewiston. I'll be doing some stand-up there on February 22nd. And make sure you listen to the sports program at KLCZ 88.9 or KLCZ.com. Follow me on Twitter at Yonimus Prime. Follow War on Twitter at Basement Boys 2. This episode will post on Thursday... Or Tuesday, the 19th. Perfect. Your show is the 22nd on Friday, right? Perfect. Thursday. Or Thursday. Yep. So it, it, or it'll post on Tuesday, the 20th. Sorry. Perfect. So two days from now. Two days when from you're now, listening, go watch me. Go watch. And I'm going to try to get, I'm going to try to get recorded, by the way. Are you? I'm going to bring my, I'm bringing my Zoom. So I Do should it. be able, I think the sound system they have, I can actually jack right into it. Now, are you, are, is it just you doing a show or are you it's doing it? It's actually Zach. My, Zach from the sports program and myself. Is this the rescheduled one that you guys yes. were going yep. to do? And then you, okay. and then Dusty Katzenberger from the band Wide Stance is also performing there. How do I know that name? I went to school with some Katzenbergers. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Um, Dusty's great, he's, though. He's doing a set there, too. Okay. Now, the Wide Stance... They were the Hitmen. Okay. Yeah. Was that that picture? I, I think that was that picture I sent you. Yes. With them in the outfits? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and actually, Dusty wants to be a guest on this show as well. We'll have to talk to him a little bit about yeah. that. Yep. But thanks for uh, coming on the show, Nicole, for three episodes. That was great. Mm-hmm. We got a threequel out of it. Yeah, and I might even, it might even still be four. I might okay. cut this one into two. Because the, the second one was an hour and a half. Yeah. This one's over an hour and a half. Yeah. I might just find a breaking point and I'll... 
I've definitely going found in. my breaking point. I have to go to the bathroom so bad. All right. Uh, basementboys.com, all that stuff. The Twitter, basement bo- at basementboys2. Basementboys2.com. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> music's done. We're, we're out of here. Show's over. <laughs> Thanks, Hour everyone. And 40 minutes almost, so that's why. Bye. <laughs> The intro music for this episode is Ready, Aim, Fire, and the outro music is Summon the Rock, spelled like Hawk, by Kevin McLeod, or Kevin McLeod of uh, Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License, uh, creativecommons.org. All right. Bye.